you know, again, the beyond where there is something beneath, there's something otherworldly, there's a realm around us. And as you sort of start to experience it, again, it's not going to seem normal. It's going to seem weird. So it almost feels like he's breaking down narrative storytelling, which maybe sounds a little pretentious to say, but it just I just think that it's kind of like he sees no purpose for plot. And this is really fascinating when we get into it because, like, he used to think uh, – you won't agree with this opinion, but, he, <laughs> but he, didn't, he didn't like Kubrick's The Shining. Oh, okay. But the reason he didn't like Kubrick's The Shining is so different from the, anyone else's reasoning for not liking that film. He thought that it was basically expository. He thought it explained itself too much. <laughs> wow. That's <laughs> definitely not what most people say about the yeah, show. In fact, a lot of people are confused by it and how it's mostly image based. Yeah. But he actually thought that like, it wasn't enough. I wanted no dialogue. It, well, yeah, like he was like, I wanted more surreal. Like yeah. he thought it wasn't surreal enough. I can almost, I love uh, the shining, but I could agree with him there in a sense. We, we could have some I more surreal stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So, so like when you have that in mind and then you go and watch his films, I feel like it's impossible to watch two characters speak to each other and you're being like, oh this is stupid and instead you're kind of like this is fucking weird yeah. this is creepy like this yeah that, I, I truly never felt like uh, I thought it was dumb or bad or which is what like he got that. like people really uh, especially some in comparison these... to other Italian horror filmmakers yeah. like Bava critically acclaimed Argento critically acclaimed uh, I, that's something that's Fulci so was straight me. up he was bargain bin trash yeah. Roger Ebert I think when uh, this the, gave the beyond like a half star I just can't imagine watching Bay of Blood and saying like th- this guy critically acclaimed like what a what a what a director and then seeing this and not thinking similar things like it's yeah. not like they're that far off if no. anything I find Fulci just personally a little more interesting because of the surrealism and because of this giant cosmic thing that he's doing all the yeah, time yeah well I think a lot of people just didn't pick up on that they picked yeah, up on yeah. Because the Maybe other they two, expecting it the too, other with two such simple premises, you know, the other two at least were still kind of story based. I feel like yeah. he is just literally tearing apart the idea of like a yeah. story yeah. and just being like, no, what if it is just a series of surreal image based horrors, basically? Yeah, and that's what I'm gonna do. Um, and I really do think that there's like a sense of, I would call it like a temporal confusion because, you know, like sort of when you're talking about sort of like temporal film, you're talking about kind of like how people connect things together in a way Mm. that makes sense. Yeah. He is specifically being like, nah, we're not going to, we're not going (laughs) to accumulate, you know, narrative or like that kind of detail. Instead the detail that I'm going to accumulate is like bizarre textures, uh, bizarre sort of like composition sometimes. Like there's one beautiful shot in this film where it's a smash cut from uh, the guy, the plumber guy, when that, that one guy falls and he goes to like investigate sort of like what's happening here, he breaks through sort of like the cobble to get into where that guy, the guy was brutally murdered in the 20s. All right. And he gets under there. Plumber Joe. Yeah, and Plumber Joe <laughs> gets in there and the corpse like rises out of the water mm-hmm. and it like, pulls his eye out just like rips his eye out and he, and he and he holds it long enough but then the image that it smash cuts from that eye is one of his most like painterly shots in the film which is the highway yeah there's this endless like there, you can't see an end to the highway and then on either side is this water that has no end and it's just like where is she coming from where is she going to there, come, there's there's no like and sen- come to think of it like this might be the one part where i'm gonna use like this kind of I, i'm seeing a metaphor here in yeah. a sense where it's like <sighs> It's almost like she was on the road to heaven. It's yeah. like the only time you see blue she skies was and light yeah. 
Right, she's leaving, and who stops her? The blind, the blind girl with the with the dog, who's yeah. sta- who's standing in the fucking middle of a highway yep. <laughs> with no other cars, stops her and and tells her to come back, basically. Yeah, and so then, it's almost like she was like, "No, come back to hell," you know? Yeah, well, well, and, and I, I can't remember though. Is she is she driving towards the house, and the blind woman tries to stop her? Because I thought the blind woman tries to stop her from going. Oh, maybe that's because, it. Because I well, think because, be, because, I'm because just confused when because by hit. the end, the blind girl says uh, to all like the, the zombie killer people yeah. or whatever, she's like, I did what you asked. I did what you asked. So I, I thought that she was like setting them up rather than being like the good person. Well, because I think that I think that they are killing her because they did tell her to bring her in and okay. she didn't. And okay. I think that they were punishing her for doing that, even though I don't think she actually did that. Okay. I can't exactly 100% remember. That's the thing about <laughs> the movie sometimes where I'm just kind of But I remember, I, I, I just remember when she gets to the house and the blind woman said, you should have listened to me. Right. And right. I think, because I think she was trying to tell her not to go there. Okay. Um, but it's still like this weird. But you remember that scene though, where she's like, I did what you asked. Yeah, yeah, that, right? totally. So that's where, where my brain was kind of like, oh, she's been in on it this whole time. So why would she be trying to help them? Or maybe she was helping them without them knowing about it, that kind of thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that they might have, like, told her to go and bring her back, and okay, then she yeah. didn't, and then they were punishing her, and she was like, no, like, I... Well, yeah. And isn't, isn't she also saying, I, I don't want to go back? Yes. That's what she's saying? Yeah, she is. Yep, yeah, she is saying that. Because she was under there, because she's the girl also in the opening scene, I think, who's reading the the Abon text, like the right. ancient hell text or whatever. Again, yeah. another uh, Lovecraft, uh, uh, I believe, uh, a word in that you find frequently in his works. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell he's a big Lovecraft fan. He also has a little bit of uh, Edgar Allan Poe in him a little bit, too. Yeah, he has definitely. a lot of horror. And again, that's just it, is people dismissed him as, again, a shock filmmaker with no ideas. And here he is referencing like some of the most literary horror, uh, you know, like icons. Yeah, for sure. Um,